Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Melissa Moore. Well, good Sunday morning to you. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thank you so much for spending the Sunday morning with us. And the American Cancer Society has a great new program out. We want to make you aware of it. It is called The Road to Recovery. And so this morning, we have Jen Briggs, who's the American Cancer Society Mission Delivery Manager. Good morning. Good morning. And also Margaret Diabaldo, the American Cancer Society Road to Recovery Volunteer. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. So tell me a little bit about this program. What is the Road to Recovery? Uh, the Road to Recovery is a program where we have volunteers driving cancer patients to treatments. Uh, they do it mostly Mondays through Fridays, anytime. The program is extremely flexible. Um, and we're here just to talk more about how our volunteers uh, feel really rewarded by the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them, one of my volunteers says, this is the best job I ever had. I drive for smiles. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So how long has the Road to Recovery program been going on? Um just over 30 years in the state or no across the nation and then in the state probably the last 20 years or so okay mm-hmm. all right so it's a yeah. well-oiled machine at this it point is. oh my gosh it's so easy to use it's easy to sign up you just call our 1-800 phone number 1-800-227-2345 and uh tell them you want to volunteer to drive and they'll get you set up okay yeah so you're driving patients to and from cancer treatments. Do you drive and leave and then come back and get them later? Is that how this works? You can. You can sign up for a one-way trip. So if you're like on your way to work and you can pick up a patient on your way, you can drop them off and then somebody else can take them home. That's wonderful. Yeah. Or if you can go do your groceries shopping or go hang out at home and do laundry and then go back and pick them up if you choose. Okay. Mm -hmm. How many people have you been helping here in the state of Colorado? It's a great question. I would say uh, just over 200 patients last year. That's incredible. Uh Yeah, and we're hoping to grow that number this year by 50. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so how many volunteers do you have? Because obviously it takes a lot of people like Margaret here to keep that going. Yeah, in the state of Colorado, we have around 280 volunteers, uh, active volunteers, and our goal is to recruit over 50 more this year. All right. Margaret, tell me a little bit about why you decided to be a volunteer with the Road to Recovery. Um, good question. I'm um, retired uh, and I took a part-time job. Um, and then when that t- part-time job ended, I was really looking for an opportunity to volunteer and give back. And uh, there was a piece on a local news program that talked about the road to recovery and the, its flexibility and the reward of um, driving cancer patients to their treatments. Mm-hmm. And it just spoke to me. Um, and so I... Uh, did what Jen said and called the 800 number. And I think Jen was the person that actually reached out um, to talk to me about the Road to Recovery program. Um, I think the reticence is um, how much time will it take? How much time do I have? Um, and whether or not I'll be able to fulfill my obligations or responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that it's so flexible um, that I can log into the database and choose rides um, and um, usually if it's a radiation uh, treatment, it takes 15 or 20 minutes and I can sit in it mm-hmm. and then I can take that person home. I would imagine that you get to develop relationships with the patients, too, that you're helping. I do. I do. Um, uh, the most rewarding part is to really 
reach out and help someone with their recovery mm-hmm. um, and uh, and to help them, um, you know, get past this this point in their life that is a difficulty. Right. Um, and, you know, that in and of itself is just the reward. How long have you been volunteering? Um, just a little over two years. And how many days a week? What kind of commitment do you make? So it, um, I think that what we have said um, over and over is that it is flexible. And when I've talked to my friends and family and, you know, and different folks about the program is that it really is in accordance with my time and availability. Mm-hmm. Um, so there may be a particular patient that I've connected with um, that is on a, a three-week radiation treatment uh, plan uh, and I may drive them three, two or three or f- even four days out of the week. Uh, the patient that I just finished up with um, uh, probably had, as Jen explained, somebody going to work and dropping her off for her right. treatment. Um, and then I was available to pick her up and take her home. Mm. So, um, again, it's on the database and I cho- pick and choose the times and, and, and dates when I'm available. I sort of sit with my with my um, iPad and my phone and, and tick and time my, my schedule and when I'm available and when I can drive patients. What have you gotten out of volunteering with this program? Um, immeasurably. For me, it's been, it's been a, a very rewarding experience and um, I just feel like an integral part of the patient's um, recovery. What have patients said to you about thank the impact you. you've had on their lives? <laughs> thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Jen, tell me a little bit about the program and who are your typical patients that are needing this program? That's a great question. Um, You know, it's everyone. It's a variety. We have a lot of patients like that may be younger Mm -hmm. and their spouse is using their vehicle to get to work so that they can maintain their insurance or take their kids to school, things like that. Um, And so and when you have radiation appointments. Those are usually Monday through Friday for anywhere from four to six weeks. And so that's a long time. And, and so your family can't take you uh, for all of those appointments. So having a program like this is really instrumental. Mm-hmm. Um, and then occasionally we'll have seniors. Um, it's just all walks of life that are with us. And they're just all so appreciative. Um, is that nobody's really immune to not to getting cancer. Right, right. Um, We've had researchers even take rides from us, uh, business professionals, and then, um, you know, like some some people that are just trying to make ends meet, you know, also need that help. The Road to Recovery, once again, if you're just joining us, is a program with the American Cancer Society where they help cancer patients going to and from get a free ride to and from treatment. Exactly. Uh, How do folks, because we've been talking about the volunteer aspect of it, let's talk a little bit about the patients. And for folks that are just hearing about this program for the first time, how do they get signed up? How do they get involved? Is there a criteria? Yeah, um, our patients, really the criteria is that they have an appointment, a cancer-related appointment that they need a ride to, um, and that they're ambulatory, so meaning they can get in and out of the vehicle on their own or with the assistance of a caregiver. Uh, and so how they get involved is they can call our 1-800 phone number to sign up for a ride. And it would, would be within the Denver metro area, as well as like Colorado Springs, Greeley, Fort Collins, below Durango and mm-hmm. Grand Junction that we have uh, a road to recovery program. So that 1-800 phone number that they can call is 1-800-227-2345. 
And we've all heard of the American Cancer Society and the work that you all have been doing for quite a long time now. What are our cancer's numbers like here in the state of Colorado? Oh, that's a great question, too. So this year in the state of Colorado, it's an estimated 26,000, actually 26,800 people will get diagnosed with cancer this year. And what kinds of cancer? Everything? Everything. Everything. Uh, Skin cancer, lung cancer, breast, colon, you name it. All different kinds. That's a lot. Yeah. It's staggering. I mean, our numbers are going down, which is really great. But at the same time, um, our senior population is growing in the state of Colorado. So this is a, um, and as you age, you are more likely to get diagnosed with cancer. Uh, so we, that it also inspires the need for more volunteers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a great job of getting cancer patients there. Um, and we do it in collaboration with community and, and volunteers is a key part of that. The forefront of who our organization is. Right. And you said you were looking for another 50 volunteers on top of the ones you already have? Yes, if not more. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, honestly, like if we can get more, um, I would love to come back to you and say, you know what? We blew that goal out of the water. And we, you know, one year we we got 100 volunteers in Denver alone. So That's what I would love to see. That's the number love, I kind of yeah. see in my head is uh-huh. let's get 100 volunteers. And you said it's flexible. So do they have to commit any amount of time to doing this program? No, they can't. They just uh, drive when they can, um, drive as far as what makes sense for them. They mm-hmm. get to set their own parameters, like how far they drive and how often. So if they have a heart for cancer patients, they're just helping people in need. This is a great volunteer project for them. We have a lot of snowbirds. Mm-hmm. We have professional staff that set out aside like two to four hours a week to drive. Um, some people will drive, like I said, on their way to work or on their way home from work. They'll pick up a patient near them and take that person home. So, so it could be you could have one or two days a week or maybe even one. Sometimes it's once a month. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that's good for people to hear. For people that are wanting to give back and volunteer in a way that makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really can make a big difference and it could be once a month. Yeah. It can be once a month and it's really easy and the training is all done online and they sign up online. Okay. So, that uh, was my next question was yeah. about the training. What kind of training is it to be a volunteer? I mean, obviously you've got to have a driver's license and a yep. vehicle. And a vehicle and uh, insurance, a vehicle that is safe, you know, and so online training, it takes just over two hours and then there's a background check um, and then you're good to go. So okay. you get reconnected with me and we have a volunteer coordinator here in Denver and they help you with some small stuff. But I'm also here as a support as well. For folks that are listening now and they want to get signed up, they're like, yeah, this is something. And once again, we need a hundred of you. That's what we're looking <laughs> for here. Uh, if you can help and volunteer with the American Cancer Society and with their Road to Recovery program where you are driving cancer patients to and from their treatment center, sometimes you can do one-way drives. Yeah, You can do once a month, once a week. It's whatever works for you. What is the website? What is the phone number they need to go to? The website is cancer.org backslash drive, D-R-I-V. Uh, again, that's cancer.org backslash drive. Or call our 1-800 phone number at 1-800-227-2345. And you talked about the fact that cancer numbers are going down, but I would imagine the need is not for this. Agreed. Yeah, the need is really uh, what we learned last year uh, when we had some extra money is really unlimited. 
there's a lot of people who need help with transportation and not using a bus um, because they're physically, you know, they're ill, right? Sure. Um, so their immune systems are compromised. And so if they take public transportation, that makes them open to getting sicker or sometimes they're not feeling well and they miss their bus stops. Um, and a lot of times if we're going outside the Denver metro area, um, our bus systems don't work well. Uh, it can take somebody over an hour to get somewhere that's usually a 15-minute drive. Like having a volunteer drive them mm-hmm. and having a, a car, a vehicle like a car um, is just so much better for their uh, health and, and getting better quicker. I hadn't even thought about the aspect you brought up, the immune system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. public transportation, I mean, unfortunately, it's just like anything else. If you're with a lot of people, you're exposed to a lot exactly. of things. So exactly. it makes sense. And I know my girlfriends um, and guy friends who've been through chemo all talk about being nauseous. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine having to transfer buses or ride a bus or any yeah. kind of public transportation for an hour after going through a treatment like that. Exactly. It can be really hard on your body. Do you ever have to turn anyone away who wants transportation? We never turn them away, but there are times where we're not able to fill rides Okay, uh, because we don't have a volunteer. Okay. That's kind of what I was wondering. Yeah. So so we always take the request, but whether we can fill it or not is another story. And that's why you really need those volunteers. Yes. You said 50, but we really probably do need 100. Oh, yeah. Just to fill in those gaps. And I'm sure everyone will be busy as much Mm -hmm. as they want to be. Exactly. And then the more rides we can fill, the more requests we get the more opportunity there is for our volunteer drivers so that it's a better fit for them. Right. Um, They're doing rides that are within their preferences, really. And that's really, for me as a volunteer manager, I really take care of my volunteers and let them know that they pick up the rides that work for them. Mm -hmm. You know, and if if it works for your schedule as like a stay-at-home mom to drive once a month, because that's what you have, that's great. Like, we really want to have you. Right. If you want to be driving more often because you're retired and you enjoy that social engagement and that's the joy of helping people. Sure. Sure. Drive, you know, three, four times a week. We'd love to have that, too. That mm-hmm. is wonderful. And Margaret, for folks that are hearing this and you've been a volunteer now with the American Cancer Society and Road to Recovery for the past couple of years. What would you say to encourage people to volunteer for this organization and this program? The flexibility um, is is key. For some of us retired folks, (laughs) I think I'm somewhat busier maybe than I was when I, you know, went into an office and so forth. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are times when, you know, when I have, when I have, you know, maybe an hour and 45 minutes to fulfill a ride. And I would just say the, the reward of being uh, a component of a patient's recovery is, you know, far and away above, you know, what the cost of the gas, I guess, is. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you both so much for being here. I love the sound of this program. Once again, it's the American Cancer Society, the Road to Recovery Program. And one more time, that website. The website is cancer.org backslash drive. All right. Well, ladies, thank you both for being here this morning. Thank Thank you. you. Appreciate it. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Go and have a great Sunday.